Lejean? Yes, sir. Hey, what's going on, brother? How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? What have you been up to during uh, this whole quarantine thing, aside from making some killer music? Well, thank you. I've been in the house. I've been uh, loving the fact that uh, normally I would be out on the road. Uh, you know, it's very unfortunate what's going on. I'm very sad about that. But I've been able to be daddy. We have a new baby in the belly right now, and it's been incredible to be able to not only maintain the the, the, the main house, but also we have a farmhouse and to be doing things there. So, you know, and then on top of that, uh, the Seven Dust album is getting ready to come out, and I've been also working on my solo stuff. So it's all, you know, it's great. Very cool. So Blood and Stone slated to come out October the 23rd. Obviously, Seven Dust fans are excited about that. And, uh, and, and then you guys did this cover song, of the day I tried to live from Soundgarden, was that uh, was there a lot of foresight in that? Looking at the uh, anniversary of uh, or the the birthday of Chris Cornell and and having the release date kind of coincide with that, or was it just serendipitous that it all turned out that way? Oh my goodness! Wow, what a great question! It was a complete accident. Uh, Seven Dust were not known for ever really covering songs, maybe yeah. two or three career. Uh, at this point in our career, you know, we were sitting around and said, hey, wouldn't it be fun to, to put a cover song on this album? We didn't know what we were going to do because, of course, all of us had completely different ideas. I always joke about it, but Morgan even said, like, my Sharona, and I was like, absolutely not. You know, what are you talking <laughs> about? I don't even know what that means. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> so uh, we went along, and then Elvis Bassett, which is our producer, which I feel like is a member of the band, uh, he came in one evening and, uh, and, and brought uh, the day I tried to live. And, and I was like, wow, any Chris Cornell or Soundgarden song will be incredible. Who do you think is going to sing it? And <laughs> so it was, uh, it was, it felt like all of a sudden this album, this seven dust album had this amazing track that we were going to put on what we thought was our incredible music. For me, it was very hard for two weeks to sleep because I felt like, how could I compare how could I show uh, honor to Chris Cornell's voice? Uh, he's incredible, you know, bless his soul. Uh, his, his, his voice, his legacy will continue for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. But before we didn't, you know, you know, that, that wasn't the reason. I, so I just went into it. Let me tell you, brother, I went into it with just the mindset of, I have to do it the way I do it. I'm just going to put my soul on it and the way I feel about the song, the way the words make me feel. And we're going to do it seven dust style, and that's what happened. And then, unfortunately, this it seemed like the world changed overnight. The pandemic, everything happened, opening our eyes to a lot of things that we didn't see before, but that we kind of knew those underground. Uh, and the album had to get pushed back, and we sat and talked collectively as a band and said, you know what, this song, in, in some kind of crazy way, kind of fits what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's put this out, and let's give... Let's give not our fans, but our family out there something to get us over the hump until this album comes out, until we get back to some type of safe capacity where we can all be together and start having concerts again and, you know, and, and loving each other. Because I feel music is a healer. And thank the God, thank the Lord, whoever you believe in, for radio stations and you guys still playing music and letting us have a voice and, uh, you know, and, and continuing because I feel like music is a healer. Well, I completely agree with you, Lejean. It's uh, Lejean from Seven Dust. And, you know, it's, it's almost like you pick the, the world's most uh, difficult singer to try and emulate with this song here. Did you have a personal relationship at all with Chris Cornell? I mean, everybody's a fan of Chris. I, don't, I can't think of a single person, whether they're a rock fan or not, that didn't have a fair amount of respect for Chris and his vocal ability. But did you have a relationship with him when he was alive? 
Uh, I did. I, I was only able to see him in concert several times. Okay. Uh, before we really, you know, got started on, you know, seeing the world and you know becoming that rock band. Uh, so that I was in close proximity a lot of times, but never got to meet him. So for me, it even made it more enduring, if that makes sense. It made it even more uh, a challenge uh, to make sure I did my best. And I put every ounce of my soul into it, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what advice would you give, uh, you know, some of these bands that were kind of just getting their start? Maybe they, you know, had one single out at radio before COVID hit and shut down the touring industry. Um, and, and any advice whatsoever? Because the word on the streets is that, you know, some of these bands that were just starting out might not make it through because it's a business ultimately that you have to run. You got to keep money flowing in the door. How weird of a question that you ask, because no one else has said that to me, and that's something that I've been thinking about because of a lot of these bands that I, I love that are coming up that I got to see before this happened, and I'm wondering, the only vehicle and avenue that they have is social media, which now, I have to say, a lot of times that social media does a lot more than people think, so I think these bands need to keep hammering and, and doing what they can. I, I hope that they made a big enough impression because I feel like the impression is definitely seen, being seen and touring and having that, you know, that, that stamp of this is what they're known for. But I feel like these young bands out there, if they've already been seen and they rocked it and they kicked everyone's butt, that they keep that, you know, they keep letting the people remember that and that they will be out once we can become, you know, uh, once everyone does the right thing in this world <laughs> to yeah. get us back to capacity so we can have concerts. And that's, you know, I think at the end of the day, we all know right from wrong so we can all get back to that. But for those young bands, man, I would say don't give up because you have the Internet and look at the Internet vehicle. It's amazing right now. I mean, yeah. it's been amazing. I'm still old school. But I know I'm, I'm not old enough school not to know that the uh, Internet is a, a great vehicle to be seen, to do your videos, to, to, to c keep, uh, you know, the communication going with your fans or your family or whatever you like to call them out there. Uh, it's just a great. Yeah, you know, and I think that as far as radios, you know, play in all that, people have come back to to radio in a weird kind of way to have that uh, familiar voice and, uh, and some resemblance of normalcy, something that they've grown up on. I think that perhaps, and and tell me if I'm way off base here, but I've seen a lot of a lot of bands and a lot of record companies and management companies just kind of push the pause button, and uh, and I'm almost thinking that maybe uh, that is the completely wrong way to approach this because there's going to be such an appetite. We will make it through this. There eventually will be a vaccine, and perhaps. If a band is smart enough and has been able to virtually release two, three amazing songs during all this, the appetite will be that. So when these new bands come out, maybe they can leapfrog and, and skip the step of having to do the hard grind and play in every little tiny bar and nightclub in the country yeah. before going out to play a big festival show. And, uh, and, and maybe they can leapfrog that and go right out and play bigger shows than they would have in normal times, right or wrong? I Absolutely. I believe in that. And, man, you know, just to go back to what you said at the beginning with those young bands, not even with the young bands, with us old guys, us old schoolers, mm -hmm. it's a business. It's a business. And if you didn't know it before, you definitely know it now because it's hitting us in a way that it's never hit us before with what's going on. So I completely believe in what you're saying, and I think that it's an opportunity for each of us 
all of us, you know, uh, whatever it is that we're doing once, once we get back to a state to get together and not be afraid to play with this guy and this guy or, or play with this band and this band because they're too heavy or, you know, yeah. let's do it because it's music and we love it and we need it and that's what we've been trying to get back to. And, and who cares? I don't care if it's a guy that's blindfolded with a thong on tap dancing, opening up the 7-Up. <laughs> Look, listen, listen, let me get your T-shirt. I'll rock it when we go on tonight, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I people, just can't are, wait. <laughs> people are saving some money by not spending the 100 bucks on a concert ticket or a festival ticket and buying the T-shirt and having the beer. So maybe put that money into your favorite band's website and go check out their merch line and, uh, and, and merch up so when everything does return, you'll be fully outfitted. Hey, um, you know, Seven Dust has had such an amazing and, and, and long career. What do you guys want to do differently to maybe reinvent or break the mold of the past 20 years of of being seven dust or do you just want to continue the momentum oh no i just i wish that uh definitely that we could you know stay on the avenue that we're on but also just you know go down different avenues and and make it bigger you know uh open more minds to what's going on in our community uh i don't think you know a lot of people say it's metal i think it's rock soul rock and roll soulful music that we play and i just uh hope that it gets bigger i hope that uh i feel like with what's going on right now i've always said you know with the new album i feel like it's the beginning again and i definitely feel like there's a new beginning that can happen for not only seven dust but for every band out there and every artist with what's going on with this pandemic and the craziness in the world that's opened up our eyes to not only the pandemic but the equality and what's going on there's so so many new avenues for us all to go down and uh just to, to make it good together and i and i really believe in that Right on. Lejean from Seven Dust, Blood and Stone, coming out October the 23rd. Can't wait to hear it and hope to see you guys in 2021 and, uh, and beyond. Best of luck to uh, you and your wife with the, uh, with the new child on the way, man. Congratulations oh. on everything, Lejean. Thanks for the call. Thank, thank you so much, man. One of the best interviews uh, yet. So uh, God bless you, brother, <laughs> and I look forward to seeing you and, uh, and talking to you soon. Likewise. We'll talk soon. Take care, Ben. Right on. You too, brother. Bye.